Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bearing the Burdens Study Devotional here on Bearing the Burdens Podcast through IRF, Elan Restoration Fellowship. Today, we are doing Yom Tesha, or day number nine, in our study devotional, and we finally are, are, are making some headway through these verses here in Galatians chapter six. And we're going to be talking about verse five today. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll speak about it in English, and then we'll go in what it, the Hebraic mindset, what you would translate it into Hebrew would be. But today is going to be a little bit of redundancy. Um, perhaps throughout all of the episodes, you've noticed kind of like a building block um, being established where one builds on the other on the other. And that's really the way Paul taught. And actually, that's really the way we're taught to study and we're actually taught taught throughout Torah and throughout um, the scriptures. So, you know, redundancy is necessary. Okay. Um, and a lot of times you're going to find... Um, that especially with the writers, they want to drive a point home. So they they kind of draw on a subject, but then they may attack it from multiple different angles. And that's what we have here with Paul in verse 5. So in English, it reads, for each one will bear his own load. Um, if I was to say it in Hebrew, ki ko aish et maso yisa. Okay, so... One of the things that we, we, as we look at this, and we're going to translate it into English in a minute, okay? But on days five and day six, if you go back a couple of episodes, you know, we do talk about this, you know, bearing your own load. Um, and, and, and we talked about when you bear it, you're bearing it for your brother or your sister, Right. Um, your defeated obstacles and behaviors and all kinds of things and you have the victory and you're able through a testimony and through a living, breathing, walking, functioning testimony, you are helping give hope to your fellow man, to those you're ministering to, to those in need. We talked about guarding the heart against pride, against ego, um, against self-importance, okay? And, and those are the things that Satan uses in ministry to, you know, lend people astray. I like the old saying, we used to say it when I, when I coached, um, I used to, when I was coaching in college, I would tell the girls, don't believe your own press, because um, when you start thinking that you've arrived and you're all that, that's when things usually start to go haywire, right? So um, on day six, we discovered the Hebrew word for burden is translated three ways. And we went through Numbers chapter four, verse 27, where it's translated as tasks, duties, and, and guarding as in an assignment. Okay, so when we think about a burden, it's a task, it's a duty, and it's something that we need to guard um, against and guard for, you know, be on the lookout for, and once it's defeated, guard it against it, right? So now when we look at verse five in Hebrew, 
it will translate for all men will carry his burden. Not much dissimilar than what they chose to translate into English. Okay, but as we've studied over the past several weeks, and we found that this phrase, bear one another's burdens, seems contradictory, right? Because as we've dug into the mindset, when it talks about bearing each other's burdens, what we're actually doing is defeating the burden in us to help them. You know, so I, 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 I had a conversation with someone um, and they said, you know, I need you to bear this burden. I need you to take it over. I need you to take it over. And I understood the mindset behind the request. But in the end, we have to understand that the only one that could actually bear a burden, the only one that it, it, that's not your own, the only one that could actually bear it was the Messiah himself. Right? So what we can do for the people that we minister to is we could be strong. We could be gentle. We could be loving. We could be compassionate. We could be understanding. Because we've been there and we've done that and we haven't forgotten where we came from. And I think that's an important mindset for today is we haven't forgotten where we've come from. Um... And, and again, when we talk about the bearing of the burden for someone or on your own, it, it, it's really not a contradiction, but it's almost like it's a prerequisite. And we've talked about this to ministry and personal victory, right? So I love Lamentation chapter 3, verse 27, because in it, Solomon says something very interesting. He said, it's good for a man to bear the burden in his youth. Interesting, right? And everybody here were all like, oh, Paul was the one that coined the phrase. No, he didn't. It came from Solomon. What we must know is that we all are going to bear a burden at all times in one way, shape, or form or another. You're never going to be burden free. All right? I mean, even when Jesus tells us, um, come to me, you are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There's still going to be burden. There's still going to be something that we're always going to be battling. Okay, though we might defeat sin, though we might defeat certain lifestyles and particular oppressions or habits, um, these things always have a way of coming back and they're just lying in wait to strike. Right? So Solomon says that we should be bearing these things in our youth. Now, of course, we should not mean think this to mean young age, but he's talking about spiritual maturity. Okay, so when we're young in the Lord and we're young in Christianity, where it's basically kind of a warning, I would say, because the younger you are in your walk and you begin to defeat things, the more successful and the, and the more um, fruit you're going to bear. Right. And, and of course, this is not like an end all be all statement, you know, but the point being is the longer that get you get used to mediocrity, the longer you get used to compromise, you know, and, and that's something that destroys a walk. It destroys a ministry, you know, and, and when you're willing to compromise and you're willing to say good enough. That's an issue when it comes to walking with God and bearing the burden for you and helping others. 
because a lot of these, these people who God will bring to you to minister to will watch you. And if you're compromising, they're going to think it's okay. And they're going to compromise. And you know, today's society is drawn a line in the sand. The government, the liberal movements, they've drawn a line in the sand. They've made righteousness prejudicial. They've made righteousness angry. They, they've made it um, a holier-than-thou attitude because the righteous who stand for the things of God and refuse to compromise on what God has said is truth, we're now being told that, you know, we're, we're bigamists, or not bigamists, we're, we're, we're misogynists, we're prejudiced, we're homophobic. You know, these are the things that society wants to do because they want to keep the righteous voice down because in these moments, it's the, the ones who are still struggling, even though they may have been saved and even though they've been, um, you know, um, they've been, you know, put on a higher level as, as a, have a doctorate or a high pastorate or a rabbi or whatever it is. They begin to struggle and they begin to compromise. Right, because they give an ear to Satan and his plan. So we have to understand that we have to bear this burden and take a step to maturity. And obviously, the more burdens defeated, the more mature the person. That's just the way it goes, right? And and the more that we can guard our own heart and mind. Um, through Jesus, through his word, through fellowship with him, the more we can help, right? The more we can guide others and show others how to be victorious in their lives. You know, and, and again, by saying that bearing burdens of some type is constant, the question becomes, have you recognized those defeated in your life and continue through others that may have arisen? Or has a burden from your past or one from your present made you stagnant in your walk? And I think really the big thing that I I want to bring out of this is we must beware compromise. We must beware compromise. We cannot believe our own press. All right, Satan wants nothing more than to get into our flesh and our ego, expound it, expound it, and make us look accepted to the society around us. You know, people often ask me, why did the Jews have to be circumcised? Why were they told not to trim the beers? Why did they have to wear the the kippah or the yarmulke on their head? And a very simple answer to all of that without really going into it, the very, very simple answer is because God wanted them set apart. So when you looked at them, you would know those are Hashem's people. Right? You will know it. Those are Hashem's people. So when you're around somebody, will they be quick to say, yep, that's Hashem's person. That is an ambassador of who Hashem is. And you got to remember, it has to happen in the natural first before the spiritual. So naturally, 
the natural Jew needed to set them apart, set themselves apart by the way they were groomed, by circumcision, by what they wore on their body, whether it be their talit or or the tassels or what or, or the tzitzit or you know the yarmulke on their head, whatever it might be. And of course, now it's become spiritual. It's beyond what's inside. So, what is it that's on the inside that's setting you apart? And is there something that's setting you apart? And really understanding the fact that when we bear our own, um, when we we bear our own, we carry our own burden. We're setting ourselves apart on the inside. Spiritually, because we become more separate from those burdens and closer to Hashem, to God Himself. So, as always, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and may He give you shalom, peace. In the precious name of Jesus, our glorious Messiah, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace.